Makes me. Oh man! <laughs> Ariba. It works out actually to do it today because tomorrow is the uh, mm. the school's Christmas thing. Ooh! Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I have a holiday party in my job on Thursday, on Friday. They even invite you? Yeah, I got invited. Oh, shit! I'm about nice. to go. You gonna- Damn, the post office don't do shit like that. Yeah, neither does mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, most of the time it's like private shit. Like, yeah. hey, man, we're gonna meet up over here and 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 embarrass ourselves or whatever, you know. The only time I went to one of those was when my wife was working for the the Catholic school. Yeah, and then uh, you know, um, they had a whole party, and I didn't want to go. Yeah. Uh huh. Wouldn't you like she- the life of the party? And she got mad. No, no, no. She actually. No, it would end up happening. So I, I didn't want to go for shit. I'm like, I don't want to fucking, you know, yap and shit. I just become the bag holder. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, here's the bag. And and then I'm like, where are you going? And she starts yapping with everybody else. I'm like, who are you? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I thought I was her husband. <laughs> but she's, and I was like, oh, thanks for introducing me to as your husband. Yeah. And then she's over there yapping with everyone. And then that particular party, uh, they had, you know, a lot of beer and shit, and no one was drinking it because the priest liked his, you know, his ales and shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I see him drinking the the ales, so I go over there and I'm like, "Yo, these are all free!" <laughs> so I start putting them down, yeah. and then I befriended this Pakistani lady and shit because she was like, "It's a it's a Catholic school," and she's like a pa- uh, Pakistani Muslim lady. Yeah, and so I'm like, we're both sitting there, and I'm like, and she's just sitting next to me because that's how the the names were on the table. Yeah, no one's talking to her, and I'm talking, and then I say, like, I don't know, I just started talking to her, and then she was telling me, we just started talking, and she was telling me, her, and it turns out her husband was a mail carrier. Mm. And I'm like, no shit, all right. And then he retired, and all this good stuff, and we're just yapping it up. <sighs> Telling me about Italy, all these places that they travel, you know. Yeah, you, you no, the, the the holiday parties. Uh, I think the whole sexual harassment thing kind of killed out that noise. Mm, I, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of uh, uh, alcohol induced, um, you know, mischievous behavior. Uh, ruined that in the nineties. Douchebag dudes, yeah. I mean, Remember that? And, and and females acting a fool too. Let's be real about that. Just not the dudes. 
There's there's some females that you get a couple of zemas in them, and they 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 trying to throw hummers out at people. I mean, oh Charlie, I've been watching you deliver. There goes Kathy again. <laughs> the way you drop off your packages, you know. <laughs> Uh, I've been trying to see that turtle, that turtle, <laughs> to those blue pants of yours. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it's just I think it's safer for everybody, to be honest with you, man. In terms yeah. of lawsuits <laughs> and losing your job over some, some yeah shit, so. I mean, Best Buy in in general, you know, the company that I work for, they used to have a lot of stuff. They used to throw a lot of gathering of the juggalos and and, and have a lot of alcohol involved, you know. And then it started getting frowned upon because of those reasons. And yeah, some people just don't know how to act, man. Yeah, know? no, yeah, like, yeah, mess it up. Uh, yeah, that that uh, definitely, and also. Uh, not every because there's a lot of turnover at, at our job right not every group right you know you have your you have your seniors that's been around forever and then you have the other people that are just constantly churning okay that you know the people that are just coming in and then they get they they move on right but not not every group creates that cohesiveness mm-hmm. to go out, to want to be to want to go out after work you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not 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 everybody inspires that because it's like, you you know, you're cool at work. Like everybody's cool at work, but not everybody's wanting to go outside of work and then talk about work. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, does, right. Like, you start no, talking about you start the, talking shit, and, the jargon and shit, yeah, the work jargon, and, and sometimes it's hard to get away from that. It's like it's like fuck fucker, we we clocked out. Let's talk yeah. about yeah. something else. Yeah, and it's hard. Though, do you do? It's, it's hard because it's gonna leak back in. Yeah, it always I mean, leads back into that conversation. So that's why a lot of people just choose to have friends and and coworkers just separate. You know what I mean? Dude, when I remember the union at the post office used to throw all kinds of things on Sundays, barbecues, and all that stuff. But then I remember. Uh, uh, this one person, this one carrier was like, "No, don't go because they, they're horrible now. They they used to hook it up. Now they just like give just have they talk about barbecuing, but all they have is hot dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. God damn it! Sorry, right. my daughter's little friend just constantly FaceTimes her and shit. Oh, uh, oh, you have it linked on your thing? Yeah, because she calls her on the they call each other on the iPad. But, and she uses her dad's phone, and then I use and, and her dad's phone, and then she calls my phone, right? So, and then the, the crazy thing is that my phone will keep ringing even though she has answered it on her iPad. You just have to uh, go in your settings and turn it off to not notify all your devices. Hmm, okay, your phone, you'll be able to do it. Uh, so yeah, man, the Beat Exchange podcast. That's where we at. That's what this is. I am Pavo. We got Charlie Chingus over there. That's who you've been hearing telling his Facetime stories, and then Hugo Monster Extraordinaire, uh, IT technician, aka the rapper and toy, <laughs> toy broker. The toy broker. We out here. 
We out here, man. So, yeah, this is the Beat Exchange Podcast. And uh, I don't know, man. Hey, dude, I came across a post uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Actually, I came across it today. Um, apparently, this living legend um, posted or tweeted about it. DJ Quick apparently has some feelings about not being considered mm. West Coast pioneer producer. Yeah, it makes sense. Only Dr. Dre gets the flowers. Um that's the trip. But but yeah. he, he but he he goes he goes he goes you know he says a lot, right? He he says that you know he understands why it's like that because he was never pushed by the industry. Mm-hmm. He so understands that he's not going to go on podcasts and that he's not going to go and badmouth him because that's his brother. Mm-hmm. And so he knows the game and how it is. It's just that um, his peers, he feels that his peers don't recognize what he's contributed to West Coast hip hop. Mm. Which is true. There, like, really, like, you know, the thing is, like, I've always liked um, DJ Quick, but I never was, like, in love with DJ Quick. Right. Like if you think about West Coast producers, uh, you got um, Battle Cat, you know, you got Warren G, you got um, Daz, you got. uh, They're producers? Daz? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, man. Um, You know, of course, you got Dre. uh, You got Ant Banks. You got uh, who's the dude that did Mac Mall? Um, Kyrie. You have you know, there's a lot of them. Um, you know, Rick Rock and 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 a lot of people that that's just off the top. I, I you know, I'm not making a list here. But the ones that I think, you know, is is hard is hard to say why one producer gets propped up. You know, but every West Coast, like, I have a love-hate relationship with Dr. Dre, right? Like, I love him because he was one of the first people to, like, push the, 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 the little bit of funk sound, right? He, 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 he was the first producer that was doing, um, certain, certain soundscapes and caring about the quality, Okay. But he wasn't the first one sampling funk records. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't the first one. He just made it sound better because he cared and he cared to learn. Mm-hmm. So you have him, you have your premieres, right? Who represents the New York. And, and then even below there, even, even like in the New York's landscape, like people put premiere. And then people forget about the Lord Finesse's producing, Diamond D's producing. Right. Uh, they 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 put them all the the Buckwilds, uh, uh, the the people that did all of uh, uh, the boot camp click stuff. Um, what the fuck were their names? The two brothers. Uh, and then the Bomb Squad. 
Bomb squads. Yeah, the bomb squads, exactly. You know, like groups like that, like, you know, pe people talk about them if they're hip-hop, but mainstream media don't talk ever about them, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think every region has their tier one producer, you know, their Timberlands and the shit like that. And then everybody else just like kind of falls in the wayside because producers were never really seen in that light before, right? Yeah, and that's recent. That's just a reason. That's what I'm like. It's only a, within what the last fifteen years. Yeah, I would say since two thousand. Timberland. Timberland. Yeah. yeah. Neptunes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just Blaze, like those the con, you know, the that 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 region or that era of producers were the ones to change the culture of producers to say, hey man, you gotta be a personality too. You're like you're you're just as important as the as the voices on the uh the record. Yeah, that's why maybe that's why DJ Quick probably didn't. Yeah, because you know, the hits, right? And then he, didn't he work on Dr. Dre stuff? Yeah, he worked on a lot of death row shit. Yeah, he worked on a lot of a death row shit. Was, and then they yeah, never gave him was, credit. Yeah, he was on exactly. Um, I guess it with death row, there was uh teams. There was the A team, the B <clears> team, <throat> the C team, and and then all these producers were just constantly working. They're constantly just making beats and they would present the beats and then they would be either picked or not. You know what I mean? But the thing is that they were constantly coming out with stuff. And I think uh, Hugo's right that um, DJ Quick was a part of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember him saying something about that. Like, I remember him. Oh, he has maybe on, on Maybe he was on Vlad. I'm not sure where I heard him say some shit. I might. I, I I think he was on it. Wasn't he on Drink Champs? I don't know. I don't he know. Might have been Drink Champs, but you know, it, I I could, understand, a, I could understand having feelings for sure. I'm gonna go listen to his stuff. I'm dig deep into his stuff. I haven't really. I mean, I know I could tell a DJ Quick beat. Mm -hmm. I could hear a beat, and within thirty seconds of that beat playing, I could say, "Oh, that's DJ Quick." Right, uh, because he has certain, he has certain elements that was his sound, and and I think that he understood that early, earlier than anybody else out here. In order for you to, uh, to 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 stamp your name before people were doing Harry Fraud, oh. Metro <laughs> Boomin, and all this bullshit, the tag, yeah. Tags, yeah. people were were doing. Uh, instruments. Yeah, I wonder how people feel about those tags. Call in, Dude, oh, producers. No. Call in. The uh, the it's funny. It's funny that you do say that because there was a uh, actually this year there was a Rome Streets album that was produced by conductor uh, conductor Williams, who is pretty much you know out of the whole. You know, I guess you could say Griselda Camp. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's Derringer. There's there's him, and there's uh there's a couple of other important ones. I just can't for the life of me. I can't fucking think of the other two dudes. Um, 
But Conductor Williams is one of the most popular, you know, of that type of sound. You know, that that type of warble. I think he uses a, a, a Roland 660 or something or, or, some, or some along those lines. I think I've seen videos of him using it. And he uses that that vinyl effect pretty heavy on his beats to, to make it, you know. The wobble, the yeah. Wobble, you know, in his stuff. And, and some of his beats are tight. Some of them, I think, are a little lackluster. Um but he, he, you know, he's getting great placements. But he has a fucking producer tag that says, Conductor, we have a problem. <laughs> and um, sometimes it's cool because it's just like at the beginning. Conductor. That's all it says. You know what I mean? Just conductor? Yeah, just conductor. Find that. Here you go. <laughs> and it's fine. It's fine. But then, dude, there was some of the, on this particular album. It's on Rome. It's on Rome Streets. I think the album is called Kiss the Ring. And it's a good album. Like the dude could rap. You know, the guy could rap. He comes from that, that, um, I would say Benny the Butcher type style of rapping where it's uh-huh. like very hard metaphors, you know, just very, um, Lyric heavy. It's like uh, him and uh, God damn, who's the other? Who's that other fucking? Uh, that other rapper. He was also signed with Benny the Butcher, but then separated himself. Oh my god! I thought he was on an MTV show too, and he just renamed himself. Um. Anyways, it's that style of rapper, and. At the end of his songs, dude, it's just conductor. We have a problem, conductor. We have a problem, and it does it like four or five fucking times at the end of the song, and it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah. And so when that album dropped, that was all everybody was talking about. Was like, how the hell did this dude fuck up this dude's album, and why did they let him do that? It's kind of like, do you think Puffy invented it? Like you know how he was in the, you get you know it was a puffy track, because he was speaking over it, right? And he never produced, you know. That. I know. Yeah. Like, Did he, he take credit? He, no. he he never made no beats. He he didn't make that Mary J. Blige no he didn't make no beats. He just knew. He he picked them. He he produced right by, he produced by getting people who knew. How to do it, right? Do it. Yeah. And to do it. Like, there's a lot of, produ- God damn it. I'm, I'm, all these names are slipping my mind, but everybody who worked on Biggie's album uh, was pretty Easy much Mo the B. same people. Was uh, Yeah, Easy Mo B and all them. They're the same ones that did the Mary J shit. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just his camp. And he uh, just tagged it all over the place. Just, you know, produced, executive produced by him. Now that's not to say that that's not to say that he didn't have a vision. Right? Yeah. There's a there's a difference. There's there's a difference in beat programming mm-hmm. to producing to executive producing. Right? There's there's people who have a larger vision of the entertainment. Yeah, he was like Take hits from the eighties. Make them sound so crazy. Hey, yeah. hey, it hey was, man, it, that fool got hits. 
Yeah. You know, entertaining, man. And not, all like, them, not all of them work, though. Not yeah. all of no. them work. That locks I, sucked. I never really liked that Biggie song, the tribute one with the... Which one? The oh, one... The Sting? The Sting one? Oh, that one sucked. I like the one with the locks. Mm. The one with the locks. We always love Big Papa. To, mm. to me, that felt more heartfelt. My favorite one, my favorite is that um, Get Money. Oh, that's always a good one. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit. I was like, that's you song. know what? That's the only song I say. Yeah, the, I like the radio version better. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Because in, in the in the... In the original version, version it says "get money, fuck bitches." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of like throws it off. Yeah, that right. fuck and bitches. Isn't throw, it throw you off six? And dicks feel sweet in his little petite. <laughs> yeah, that, that don't get to you. Yeah, no. at the crab seat. Yeah, that. Yeah. Hey man, people be sleeping on little Kim, dude. <laughs> she has some, and little Kim, man, like she. I think she's gonna go down as not as the best lyricist that goes to Bahamadia, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best female MC of all time is probably Bahamadia. You know, Who's not, second. No, what do you think? Second MC. You know who doesn't? You know who doesn't get credit? Ladybug Mecca. Oh, I, I was gonna get to her. I was gonna get to her because top five. It has to be them. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, uh, Bahamadia just for pure skills. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 MC Light and Queen Latifah, those, those share the spot because they definitely were represented solo, right? Yeah. Strong, the unit, good, yeah. good vocals, um, dope songs. Who are you calling a bitch? Yeah, like all that shit is like, and, and, and you know. Didn't like, you wear one of those hats? One of those African hats? Yeah, I had the long tall ones. Yeah, I thought so. Um, and then Ladybug Mecca, I think she's, you know, she came around the same time as a Bahamadia. Um, she had some smooth shit. Yeah, she was. What she say? This one. What she say? I like her more than Lauren Hill. You know what? Yeah. I like her, you know, I like yeah. her Lauren Hill. And yeah. if you talk about an evolution of an artist, Ladybug, you know, she did a she kept it true for longer. Mm -hmm. She experimented with other genres, came right on back to hip hop because she knew, you know, you could only do so much world music at a time. Yeah, she was doing that thing with uh, I think Prince Paul and some Brazilian cat, right? Whenever they I never people, listen to that. Whenever people go to Brazil, I tend to like, eh, I'm a chill. Because they get too they get too world for me, man. I'm not I don't like no calypso bullshit in my hip hop, man. <laughs> yeah, like it was that. more of a live band, I think. I gotta listen to it. I, I think I only heard like a one track. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's dope. Oh man, and then you got, you know, Lauren Hill, yeah. You know, Lauren Hill, I liked her on the Fuji's a lot. And then yeah. you know she she showed herself out on uh, uh what's that the, her classic album but I gotta listen to that album which only one be, only because you guys you said it's not hip hop and then Carlos said it's <laughs> hip hop but when I played it or skimmed through it all I heard was singing so I did, yeah this is what this is why mm -hmm. I don't consider it as much hip hop because if like seventy percent of the album is singing. Yeah, I think my argument was like during that era, everybody who was like, uh, I guess, underground, you know, 
Lyricist Lounge in order to get some type of radio play. The formula was that you had to have some type of singing in it. You know what I mean? I mean, even now, though, you know. Yeah, and it sticks, right? So, I mean, like, if you look at Black Eyed Peas, you know, when they first came out, yeah. that's the whole formula. Mm. And their first album was pretty dope. If, yeah, like Black Eyed Peas. And we talk about this from time to time just because we've seen we've seen the ever the slight evolution. We didn't see the full gambit of the evolution of Will I Am into what he became, but mm-hmm. uh we've seen the jump from one album to disappearing to coming back with Fergie mm-hmm. and it taking off from there. And it's it's a part of the music game that me personally i could never do mm. i know i'm not i'm I, I i was never and nor will i ever be able to do that type of music right because i like that's just not pop the pop music sound is nothing i'm interested in it's just it, 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 it but you know it's if you look at that 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 album like that that lady humps uh-huh they take uh, a lot of this shit from like old school hip hop and just revamp it. They took stuff from uh, craft work. Not not craft work necessarily. Was it? It was all of um, the the uh, what's that shit called? The shit all the fucking hairspray honeys liked from fucking the eighties. Uh, freestyle. Yeah. And so that's pop music. Yeah. So, I mean, but that was fake. That was that was big in in the b boy scene, though. Only some songs. Yeah, some songs. Yeah, only some songs. Not some many. Songs, of, right. Not many of them. But it's like it's like Planet Rock. You know what I mean? Um, what about Planet Rock? It's like there was, like for like b boys, like Planet Rock, like the ones that would come out at the b boy sessions that were like the most popular, like the Mexican. You know, that's why I'm like, I think of it. Some freestyle will belong in that where no, it should be. Nah. No, I mean, like for B boys, though. That I'm telling you, like for B boys, it was funk breaks. Right. But separate, then that's totally separate. Everything else, like all that stuff, is more on the popping side. Yeah, which is another element of B boys. That's, that's too small. Popping is extra small in that world. So, and then even a lot of that music was still more Roger Zap. Free, yeah. Freestyle no, music was not in that. No, what I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is like, there's certain songs from, you know, those some freestyle tracks to that, that I think of hip hop when I hear it. You know what I mean? Or, in my opinion, you know, it's like they, you hear that and I think of, that element of b-boying that's what i'm saying of course you know like james brown as well it's Not, funk music yeah no it's but it's totally you, it's totally. does that make sense nah, no because freestyle is dance music but it's more club dance music kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah for sure but kind of I mean, like what turned into uh uh like club nouveau like, yeah like 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 dance like dance disco club music that's what that is. Shaka mm-hmm. Khan couldn't play too many disco tracks at too many at too many b boy sessions. That just wouldn't, you know. Only certain songs in a certain. That's song. what I'm saying. 
But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no, do you? We're talking a per, small percentage. Yeah, small but percentage. it's still a percentage, right? I'm saying uh, individuals, whatever song we're talking about, right? That you would hear at the B Boy session. I think of it as like I'm not saying it's hip hop, but I'm saying it's like it's uh, nostalgic of that element that b-boying you know so when i hear like craft worked or certain things you know okay that's what i'm saying okay i'm not saying freestyle is hip-hop but i could say no it's dance music of course yeah for sure so so it's all dance music i don't whenever i i don't hear um whenever i hear freestyle and shit like that i actually just think of san francisco like my sister I think of of Chola's mostly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What I think about mainly is that. And yeah, if you uh, if you put in a subculture for real, it'll be like that Chicano shit. You know what I mean? And it comes to find out, it's funny when I was listening to that. uh, When I was uh, 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 listening to that book, um, the music business one payback. Payback one uh-huh. it talks about the section of um, it talked about the section where L.A. was like the haven for that sound, right? Like Debbie, little Debbie's and the and Debbie Debs and all these fucking you know Jocelyn Enriquez and all them. They they actually started getting pushback from only because they were only playing that music down there, mm. and some radio stations had their 94 9 remember when it was wow 107 wow 107 yeah wow 107 up here before before it went to 94 9 it was wow 107 up here and it mainly was playing just nothing but fucking dance music all day you know and so when when kmel took on the the no color lines we're playing nothing but hip hop this and this and that all the time their ratings just went like nobody was listening to wow 107 at that time everybody wanted hip hop but now they don't even fucking play hip hop on the radio station no yeah. they play the same trap right dum, dum. 10 songs you know like over and over and over again yeah, it must be it must be such a difficult business to be in. Yeah, especially yeah, because everyone's like pretty much streaming it now. Yeah, I mean they could still have. I think if it wasn't such a money machine for these advertisers, right? They could still be relevant if they play more local people. Yeah. And I'm not talking about hardcore local. I'm not talking about playing the Mozzies or all the, you know, the, you know, there, there's still a lot of local music to be played. If they, if they, if they figure it out, you know, somehow with, well, of course they can't because corporate companies took them over. But if they were more regionally, if radio stations were more regionally based, mm-hmm. I think they would people would actually give them a chance again. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's what people want anymore. I don't know if they just want music on in the background and let it go. No, yeah, for sure it makes sense cuz I mean like you know, you just hear whatever is mainstream. I mean, you know what what was weird when I when we were in San Diego, 
on the radio, they one of the the DJs was like, "Oh, Kid Frost signed to uh to some record label." Really? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, look at that! They're dropping Kid Frost." So it's kind, but I didn't hear no music. <laughs> they just said that, you know. And I was like, "Wow, look at that! He finally got a record label, you know, a deal." But you won't hear his music, which would make sense if they played it down there, right? Kid Frost was always one of those that are is very was you know kind of difficult to really. Well, he did it right for the cholos. Yeah, if he was going to be a hundred percent cholo, Kid Frost is all the way. Yeah, Master, uh, not Master Ace. What was the other one? Did uh, you can't even like Sick Jackin, Brother Cycle Realm? Brother. They were more like that was different. Brother from. Uh... Cypress Hill. Mellow Man Ace. Mellow Man Ace. Like to me, Mellow Man Ace did it better. Mellow Man yeah, Ace. Yeah. Mellow Man Ace had good songs and then he also tapped the Latin culture. Yeah. So you, you got a good blend, you know, because he was Cuban. So he's not yeah. necessarily Mexican. So he gave you he gave you more rhythm. In the in the in the in the production, like you could see that his ear was looking for something to get played louder. Then, what was the other guy's name? The guy Rico Suave. That guy was just a, a conjuring of the industry. Yeah, right. You know he saying? was. Like, that, that's all that was. Like, like no matter what, dude. No matter what, they've always thrown, you know, manufactured people at us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've always tried to do it. Who do you think is manufactured now? Everybody. Jack Harlow, manufactured. Fucking uh, Chance the Rapper was manufactured and hit it for a while. Um, mm. Every every rapper that's out right now that's on your YouTube feed, Twitter feed, all of them are manufactured. They're just presented to us differently. Mm. If... if, 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 if if you're seeing any noise about them, it's because they're 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 already owned by a label. No mm. one could no one could no one could afford that press. That's true, dude. How much money it especially costs, in today's economy, dude? How much money it costs to run ads and to get yeah. those numbers and your videos placed that high? You got to have thousands of dollars running that shit. Yeah. I use it like even when I look at uh yeah I can't I just I look at their picture I'm like no nah, I know you got tattoos on your face I don't think I like it oh that's exactly right no nah, dude I mean dude that, that's the, the there's there's one there's one young rapper I think right now that's in is is up there in the industry. And what's his name? Is N A V Nav or Mav M A V E? Oh, is that his name? Let me look. Hmm. I think it's maybe he has a little in front of it. No, no, no. Oh, no little. Okay. Little. Um, oh, they're the guy could fucking rap too, and he, and his beats, his production was actually pretty good. Yeah, M A V I, M A V I. Um. Young dude, I seen him rapping on, you know, kind of like doing a uh a thing where he's sitting at a uh uh you know 
in a studio of some sorts with just a microphone there and he's just rapping his lyrics and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, the guy could rap. That's one thing that, I, that I'll say that you can't, that you can't fake. You could fake, you could fake producing on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. You, could, you could, you could do uh, Instagram video footage of you finger drumming <laughs> oh, and then add the thing in later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that like producing could be faked, but I mean, eventually you'll get exposed. Okay, it's, it's something, but you could get numbers and follows that way. But it's kind of hard to fake the ability to perform rap because if you're live performing a rap song, but I've seen it happen. Well, you could, you could, how can yeah. I say, you can't, you can't, you guys should sing that. You can't, you can't, perf- you can't fake breath control. That's true. Right? And That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't, you can't fake that. Now, you could learn somebody's rap lyrics, right? You could learn it, but you still got to be able to perform it. Yeah. So even if most of these cats never wrote their lyrics or whatever or what whatever, right? If they're yeah, yeah. if they're just artists. If your cadence is dope. If you're able to spit it the correct way, then you've already won half the half, over half the battle. Yeah. Most of these artists now, I mean, we're we're to the point now that hip hop is such a such a, a, a top business that um, being a rapper is you're really just a performer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're performing someone else's music. There's people out there like Quentin Miller, the person who got uh, accused of, uh, who got accused, who came out and said that he was writing Drake music, is now saying that there's a possibility he, he might have been writing for Nas. <laughs> well, now that could be blasphemy, right? Mm-hmm. But Maybe. Who knows? And we never know the capacity of what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing is. And it's not and it's not like Nas comes out or these other people like a Drake would be like, no, he's not writing for me. Yeah. You know, it's it's. uh, Yeah, they they, they won't. They don't deny it. Yeah, they don't deny it. And that's also always always been kind of weird to me. But then again, like I think you and I had this conversation in the car, like like when I asked you if Ice Cube wrote his own shit. Because there's other people that say that, you know, like when you look at the linear notes or liner notes, there's other people writing. But then you know those are just people just get credit <clears throat> to pay somebody for that whatever, yeah. you know. So I don't know. I but wonder I, why I, they don't. I, I, I but I highly doubt anybody's writing Nas. If somebody's writing Nas's shit, that would break my heart. But why? Because you, not that it makes the song any less dope. It's because you have an expectation of, of this dude that, that's been rocking since he's 16 to 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 write his own music. Not to say that he won't incorporate, you know, working with somebody else and they write songs together, but to say that 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 you someone's know, actually ghostwriting his shit on behalf of him. Oh, I like like think, completely. Yeah, mean, I don't think. Right? Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I wrote I this think, in your voice, Nas. You know, I mean, there's instances where I, you know, hey, how about you say it like this? How about you switch a word? Well, well, no. Do they get writer credit for that? 
Well, let me ask honest. you though, why is it only in hip hop that it gets put to this fucking microscope? You know, I think because it started that way, didn't it? Yeah, but it has to evolve, no? Yeah. I mean, uh, but it did. I mean, you have how many? Okay, you have your Bob Dylan's, you have your your Stevie Wonders. After that, I don't know who. But then that's. Here. But the, the thing is, that's collaborative work. If the if the if the all music is collaborative. Yes, yes, yes. But at the same time, there's aspects of it that takes an individual to do. That's what, no. That's what they've been making us believe. But it's not true. It is not true, man. I think honestly, everybody who's a fucking star from Outcast to uh, Black Star. Mm -hmm. They've always helped each other. Okay. Yep. Yep. I guess if they if they want quality music, music at a high standard. I I, I even got note from it when um when I was listening to this last abstract rude, he says it without saying it. That they were sitting there working on the, a song, one song, for fucking a year. Mm-hmm. With rewrites and um, uh, just retakes and rewrites. So you're telling me within that time you're sitting there writing a whole fucking song with three other heads in there. Yeah, but that's different. Input. I think Hugo's saying like, like if someone came to to Nas and said, "Check out these sixteen. I wrote them for you," and then Nas takes them and then reads them. Oh uh, yeah, well. I don't think that's happening. You're right with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What I'm I think that's what say. he's saying. Because I think what you're saying is like how, how we have we've done it. Like yeah. you know, like if when when we were working on whatever album, and I would say, what if you use a different word? Yeah, because that's too many. That's too many. It's too wordy. Yeah, too wordy. You know. Yeah. No, yes. Uh, yes. I more than likely that's what's happening. Yeah. But there's a uh, with top tier rappers like your Jay Z's and. You know, I know Snoop Snoop did because I remember I saw seeing that documentary with that Snoop Lion where uh he had a he was like, Oh, this guy is writing some of the rhymes. And then he's even said that people came up to him like he worked with and he they wanted to rap like that Migo shit. You know? And he was no. like, I'm not gonna rap like that. Oh no, no, no. Snoop all for sure is no longer writing his own music. Mm-hmm. Snoop for sure is not. Like yeah. he, like I already know that for sure. Uh, too short is no longer. Not, yep, I know that one. Hey, but you know yeah. what's crazy though? Like, if you think about like, uh, Sugar Hill, you know, hey, Sugar Hill was it started manufactured. I know <laughs> Sugar Hill. The the story on Sugar Hill is that one of the members grabbed Grandmaster's Kaz's whole routine. And use it for him. And asked him. Because he was a bodyguard. At the club. He asked him. And said hey man. uh, I'm going to use some of your stuff. And Grandmaster Kaz is like yeah whatever man. I think it must have evolved into that. where Where we see it at. Right where you like. Maybe it started off with people. You know helping each other out. Or or buying rhymes from people. And then you know. Here comes like maybe Nas or even someone who was really tiny, like this young kid 
or even Tupac. This is young kids writing his own rhymes, and they just are dope. And and yes, and, and people were like, "Oh, he writes his own shit." Yeah, you're you're right with that because it's also as as hip hop was evolving in the early times, it's also people's imagination, like how Hugo is saying, like mm. Hugo imagines that this is the way Nas writes, right? He imagined like like the abstract root imagined that they all freestyled, right? Mm -hmm. Right. When they were saying that because their de definition of the term freestyle was that it was all off the dome. But yeah. in the realities, a lot of the East Coast cats were just spitting rhymes that were never recorded on the album yet. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's what their definition of freestyle was. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember like learning about. Remember when we, I think when we interviewed, I think it was Buku when we interviewed Buku. And I was like, did were they talking about four elements? Yeah. In hip hop, or was that later on, like when 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 I got involved in it, right? Was it considered together, or it was just, you know, I don't know, through osmosis or whatever? They were just, it was just there, and they just grouped it graffiti with hip hop, or you know, yeah. And 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 I was like, did, was it considered underground hip hop? The four elements and all that uh, back then. Or did it change later on where it became mainstream and then the underground stayed yeah. in their little bubble, I guess. But even then, when 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 we were young and during the nineties, like the whole um what was that lyricist lounge shit or or the, the ruckus stuff, <clears throat> it was marketed to us, right? Yeah, and that's as, as, yeah. Right? It was all mm -hmm. conjured, it was all media. You know, and I was you like see it, you could see it now. Yeah, you get older, you could see it now. I I don't see it. I don't see it as much anymore. I don't see. I don't see the lines being drawn by the media. I see the lines being drawn just by the fan bases. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like a lot of people. Like there's there was, at a, at a certain point in time, a lot more people liked drill and trap music, but also was able to like other types of hip hop. But there's always like when you when a new style comes up, it's grimy always at first, and you're like, oh hell yeah, this shit sounds like punk music, right? It sounds like real deal punk music. And then it gets pop, and then it doesn't grow anymore, and it flats line, it plateaus. And right mm -hmm. now, hip hop's at a huge plateau. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And with artists, with everything like that, because nobody's sticking around long enough. Yeah, without, without diversifying, right? The turn there is like it's not the turnover is so exactly like so quick. Yes. That no, and everyone has their fan base, and I'm like, you just named Jack Harlow. I don't think I've ever heard a song of his. It sucks. I'm sure it does. I'm was, thinking was Jack Harlow sounds like a porn star. He was supposed to be the that the dude White from Hope. Caribbean, Pirates of Caribbean. No, he was supposed oh, yeah, Jack Sparrow. Oh, <laughs> he was supposed to be the next Great White Hope. Okay. Oh, he's a white dude. Yeah, he's a white guy. He was supposed to be the next Great White Hope, and he drops a, he drops his uh 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 fucking. 
uh, debut album, actually his second album that was hella anticipated, quote unquote, and it falls flat and he gets backlash mm. because he sucks because it's mm-hmm. nothing there. It's soulless music that is manufactured. So to your point, that's where I'm that's where I'm at right now in the year 2022 that we need to sell out. No, oh, I'm trying to do that. Damn, <laughs> I had some beats that. I mean, 2021 and 2022, there was uh, there is a lot of original music by people who are just doing hip hop music, but the people that are diversifying themselves and getting into all these other money revenues, whether it's um, TV, movies. YouTube channels, whatever Twitch channels or whatever the case is, then those they leave and then the music becomes nothing after that. They leave their imprint there. They used to be uh, like even like a little Nas X. OK. Even like a little Nas X. He, he's dropped like three songs. No one's ever talked about his albums. They talk about what? the controversy are surrounding him more than the music, him twerking on the devil. Yeah, that was great. And selling blood, <laughs> and selling blood covered shoes. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so this is, this, <laughs> this is it. So it's to, 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 for, for the next generation to have their own version of Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Not the present day Kendrick Lamar. But the albums prior to Pimp Your Butterfly, uh, to Pimp the Butterfly and, and, and Damn and all those albums, um, they have to stick with the music a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to ask them from him. The I, artist, right? Yeah. They, uh, stick with the music a little bit more, man, because if you want longevity out of being an entertainer, you have to stick with the music a little bit longer than just one or two albums. Yeah, I was asking my kids, what happened to that guy who was the mumble rap dude? You know, when he's like, Timmy, 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 Turner. You know what I'm talking about? Designer? Designer, yeah. There's a whole bunch dude. of them. Designer, Future, fucking, uh, uh, fucking, uh, what's that, Fetty Wap. You know, uh, uh, there's so many of them that came out at the beginning that made some good songs. You know, some of them made some very cool, memorable songs, but they get burned out because the industry doesn't let them do anything. Yeah, like even Drake shit is like, I said, dude, it sounds like he's not even trying. I mean, I, I hear like songs that, uh, it's just like fucking just monotone shit. There's no. His, his mono, his style has always been monotone. But I, yeah, I guess. And it sucks. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> there is some, there is some aspects with drake i respect um that song right here that he did with 21 savage i like the telephone like, song like that song's tight uh, but the no the latest song like i don't i just listened to his verse i like how he raps that verse like no the guy like, knows like like damn no, like the way he pauses right there and there I'm not, I'm not trying to disturb what y'all were talking about, but it's like no, no. If you like them, it's all good, dude. No, dude. You're <laughs> saying, no, you're saying you're saying. But what like, like Drake, Drake, he didn't. He came from the entertainment 
mm-hmm. got into music, and I felt that he stuck with the music way more. Yeah, definitely. He st- he stuck with his guns because he knows that he still could travel the world. He could still get all this financial shit. And all he has to do is just rap on a couple of songs, go do some R&B tracks, come back, do some hard rap songs. And he's always going to, he's always going to do it. I I do give, I do give him props for being one of the most like consistent 20 since 2010. Yeah. He's been a pretty consistent, not my favorite artist, but he's a consistent artist and you can't take that away from him. Mm-hmm. Not everybody likes LL Cool J's catalog. And it's, equi- and it's equivalent. It, yeah. it, it really is the equivalent to it. You know what, you know what song I heard I was listening today? It, it, uh, that Missy Elliott One Minute Man. Do, do, do. Uh-huh. That beat is dope. Uh, a lot of the beats is dope. I was like, oh shit. I was like, man, this shit is like futuristic. Timberland. It was way advanced for that time. Way, way, way. Timberland. Way. I, was that? T- that might have been her. Was, yeah. Nah, dude, that's Timberland. Timberland produced a lot of her shit. And then even Ludacris was on there. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard this dude in a long time. He didn't have a bad style. Nah, he's coming oh. back. He's coming back. Ludacris. Let me see. All right, hold on. Wait a minute, man. Who produced it? Let's see him look it up. You know who would have been a dope. Ludacris. Hey, did a lot of people not like Magoo because he sounded like Q-Tip? A lot of people don't like Magoo. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't mind him. I like his him. Voice, his voice sounded Magooed. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I my dude. I didn't mind him. I remember, I remember when I thought uh, uh, a Shorty Low was Magoo. <laughs> remember Shorty Low? No. Oh, Shorty remember. Low was tight. Shorty Low was tight, but... Uh, uh, I I think he died in a car crash. Not a thing about it. Um, but I thought he was Magoo, like re rebranded himself. But it wasn't. It was two different people. Yeah, yeah I was it's like, produced by um by Timberland and her. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. You put me on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was good, dude. I was like, <laughs> oh hey, shit. Man. Hey, Missy versus Busta Rhymes. That would have been like the pinnacle oh. versus. Yeah, you know why they never did like female versus dudes? Because they don't see that. Like to me, that's the only one that could compete. For sure. Because they were the kings of those eras. Of that psychedelic shit, dude. Yeah, dude. That that the the like. It, like when it comes to music videos, when I think of music videos from those eras, it was Outkast, yeah, uh, 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 Busta and 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 Missy. Those are the three music videos that you usually look forward to. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Even her recent videos are dope. Oh, Missy, yeah. I haven't seen anything. I yeah, do no one's paying Oof. attention. That shit is pretty crazy. She's sick for a while though. She's she's dropping new music. I didn't know that. Maybe it's old. Maybe I'm just like, oh, that came out maybe a couple of years ago. But you know, I just haven't. A- her last run, her, from what I remember, her last run was that with that female. Um, she had a dope ass song too. Something about chocolate, something. Mm, yeah, but she's definitely underrated. Sierra and Sierra. I think that Missy was a part of Sierra's camp too. What happened to that other one? The goodies. That's Sierra. That's the, oh, that's right. Did she just did she fall off because 
Uh, I had a few songs. No, she, she had a couple. She had a couple good songs. Uh, I heard that she said something about Beyonce, and they just crushed her. I mean, she's fucking married to Russell Wilson, and they're a, a football player, and they're over there like just living, just living life, being you know, fucking black, uh, black, uh, you know, dynasties, black dynasties. Yeah, that's pretty much all I can say. Like there's there's a couple of uh, power couples, if you will. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, and Gabrielle Union. Um, Look at you keeping up. What you got? Oh, man, it's just shit that I know. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson and fucking thing, and of course Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. People, people, so try to, people try to throw in T.I. and his busted bitch, but I don't. I never, <laughs> never like T.I. Yeah, liked he could do a lot the, better. The catch from minor. Like to me, <laughs> to me, dude, I don't know why people talk about T.I. Like, he only had like three albums, right? Dude, like T.I. never was tight. Jeezy. Like, people talk about T.I. and Jeezy. I'm like, ugh. Like, like them motherfuckers is whack. I, I'd rather listen to David Banner. What happened to Wale? Remember, he was like Kanye oh, with dreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wale, he got with WWE. And he started pulling in that cash. Man. Oh, really? He should yeah. come back now that Kanye is like still makes some music every so. Hit off Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Hit off Kanye. God, I hope that's over soon, man. Yeah, they, they need to stop giving him airtime. <laughs> like, white people are, dude. The white people are gonna do it because the white people know. Yeah, it's a distraction. To them, is comedy to yeah. see, uh, see a black man making a fun, making a fool out of himself. It's a yeah. new, it's a new minstrel show. Yeah, but, it's, but instead of, but instead of 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 them shucking and jiving, he's just pretty much promoting, you know, their 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 quiet uh, 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 noise that they be doing for them grand wizards, grand dragons. And he's gonna spin it one day saying that, oh, I was using their own propaganda against them. Yes, this yep, yep. And 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 that's all malarkey, dude. Let's let's be real about it. He cares nothing about but but himself. And as soon as everybody realizes that, just hey, if you like his music, like the music, but don't give any of that other noise any attention it'll be much much better much much better in this world yeah um, what else yeah waste of talent waste of talent at this waste point. of talent um what else? i just tell people like this would you let them watch your kids <laughs> no yeah yeah <laughs> those kids are all right they're gonna get two hundred thousand dollars a month for alimony oh yeah right those kids are on another level. Those kids are fine. Oh, man. Other than that, um, just to update y'all, uh, Hugo is almost wrapping up on his uh, new album. Yeah. Tell him, man. It's going to be dropping. We got a video coming out soon, do, too. Do we have a date? No. Uh, no. We're still coming out with titles. Yeah, we're still Ooh. working on album titles right now and, and on artwork. But no, uh, give me any status update with the limit. I have none. And that's fine if that's if that's what you're gonna do. Uh, okay. Yeah, I thought that's I saw one. I'm tripping. Then I must be a waste of beat. He he has it. He has. Well, it depends. 
It's not always a waste of beat. You don't need to feel your voice all over a beat. You know? I know, but it all, if it's all the songs are just like one verse and it's two minutes of beats after that. Oh, you know what? Um, it's an instrumental. Okay, I'm looking at no, that. That'd be dope. If it was like a, 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 a rap beat tape, you know, like. If you listen to the new Chef Mike one, then that's what you get. So you get like a verse and then just some beats in between and then another verse. Listen to it. Okay. All right. I'll give it. Yeah, I'm in the new Chef Mike, uh, Chimera, Chimera. I forgot how you say it, but. Because uh, that's dope. You know, it's pretty much. That's what it is. All Alchemist's albums um, are pretty much like that. You know, oh, those are compilations, right? Those are beat tapes. Compilations are beat tapes. No, dude. Compilations. <laughs> no, dude. You're, you're all fucked up. You're using a term that's not even used anymore. Yeah, no one does compilations no more. No, one does comp no one's <laughs> done compilations since like 19. It's like what High Tech did, right? On High, high Technology 1 and 2. Yeah, he, and he gets a bunch of rappers to rap over his beats. Like, yeah, but they don't even call it compilations anymore. Uh, they just be like, the so they call them now those things that particular. If you have thing. instrumentals, uh huh. If you have instrumentals, if you say say out of uh, twenty songs, uh huh. Okay, you have twelve instrumentals, and then the rest of the songs you have verses on them. That's still considered a beat tape. Interesting. Because the majority of the songs are instrumentals. No. Okay. No, okay. But if it's I mean, that's the way I think, you know, but if it's but if it's an album by a producer and every song has a rapper on it, then that's just a a a producer album. So what then what is violin professionals? Is that just That's all instrumentals, no? No, doesn't have has rappers on there, right? Does it? No. Oh, well, I have my I have my Mo Money song on there, huh? I think it so, wasn't yeah. too many. It wasn't too many. There was like fucking forty songs on that fucking album. Okay, I gotta say. Oh, yeah. you know what I listened to? I was listening to uh, Tumex. Oh, which one? Uh, Invincible Boyfriend. Okay. Is it called Invisible I, I've Boyfriend? I've never been. I've, I'll be honest with you. Like I, he could. I got all. You know. You know, because it's funny. Because yeah, I've never. Yeah, I never sat down and listened to him. I remember a uh, uh, a coworker of mine one time was like, "Tell me some oh, some boyfriend." Yeah. Okay, that one. Yeah. I'm a, okay, I'm gonna listen to that. Uh -huh. It's not bad. I like it. It's, it's pretty decent. It's uh, it go. It's uh, I, I was expecting something else. Right, and I, and I remember telling one of my coworkers, he was like, "Hey, who who is a Mexican dude that is in that world that you could tell me?" And I was like, "Uh, two Max." And I was like, "But I never really sat down and listened to his stuff, mm -hmm. in which was, you know, it's the Project Blow stuff." I was like, "Yo, I gotta listen to it." He when he was a part of that uh, group, the Visionaries was it the Visionaries? Oh, was he? Yeah, he was part of the Visionaries, and he did a lot of good songs there because it was collaborative efforts. Um, his solo stuff, I've never really been a fan of. Nothing against him. The guy could rap. Um, I just never really liked the production style, and, and his rap styles never really spoke mm. to me. You know, but hey, you know, he has a huge fan base. 
I, yeah. I would love to see him perform, you know, because I know he puts on a great show. I've heard he puts on great shows. Um, you know, yeah, would, that, would, that album was good. I would like to see his 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 recording uh, thing. Me personally, I'm not going to bump too much, though. You know, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, it's a decent album. It's pretty good. Listen to that. He has a song in there with Germ Free. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty dope, too. I was like, oh, okay. And then it... Huh? No, I, I thought I'd seen that cover before, too. So I need I, I need to oh, listen to that. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of music I'm building back up my... Um, I'm building back my uh, my cue to listen to because I've kind of taken a break from music right now. Mm-hmm. Is that why you asked me? Like- yeah, I'm just building up a, a cue to listen to because right, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and um, and audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've kind of taken a little lightweight break from music. Yeah, I've been doing the opposite, listening to less podcasts and listening to more music. And I've been like, I'll, what I'll normally do is go listen to their latest album and their first album just to see how much they've changed. Well, that's what we used to do with the uh, classic album. Of the exactly. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, that. That's, that shit, that shit served when we were doing that segment, that shit served so much of a help to, to, to understand um, how, how, how either really great, these people were or <laughs> how how much pressure was put on them after the first album mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you, you sometimes you really feel for them in the second album that they were just grabbing trying to make, yeah try to make another classic album again because it's crazy when that first album they had like a lifetime not a lifetime but whenever they started to write the music yes. and then they just do it and then the second round is like oh shit we got to Yes. Do some new stuff, you know. Uh that's why but when you have a sucky at first album, you know what I mean? And then their albums get better. That's another they give, they give you that second chance. I know, right? You know, at that at that time. At that mm-hmm. time. Now, mm-hmm. I, I think now dude, like, you know, the you know, I go through my discography and I'm like, Yep, I wanted to quit after that album. Okay, yeah, I wanted to <laughs> this next one got a little bit better. I redeemed myself here. Um, but yeah, dude, like some albums just don't, don't come together. Why? Whether you're mentally not there or, you know, you're just, you're just trying to figure something out. You're trying to do yeah, something. Sometimes it's just like a, like a rough draft or something you that eventually yeah. comes out to be better. But, yeah, but at the time you're like, man, it's just tight. Yeah. But it takes, yeah. <laughs> but it takes the next two or three to realize it was all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that, but that's, yeah. but that's somebody figuring things out. Yeah. You know, I tried and I can't really get into them. Earl sweatshirt. I'm right there with you. I'm I, like, I've only heard one good album from Earl. Um, I'll tell you which one it is. Yeah, and I'll listen to it. Uh, but the stuff. Like the oh, some rap songs. They came out from uh, 2018. And like uh, you know, and like Danny Brown, oh, uh, uh, yeah, he has some songs, but his personality is better than the music. Oh, people, you know? Yeah, people, people love him. 
Yeah. Now, yeah, this, the one uh, Earl Sweatshirt from uh, 2018, some some rap songs. I think that was produced by Alchemist as well. And I've been listening to Evidence. Oh, I love yeah. yeah. it. You know what he reminds me of? A guru. Yeah. Yeah. Like a new guru. Yeah. Well thought out words. Well, that, that style. Yeah. When and, and his production is top notch. Yeah. Yeah. So dope with his producing. Oh my God, he's gotten so good with his production. I, if you want to listen to some newer evidence production, he's been working with this dude called Domo Genesis, and it's 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 some good shit. It's yeah, I like it a good, lot. Good listening from him. Uh, the the production is crazy. That album, not even the production, crazy. It's just yeah, it's dope, just good. Dope loops. And it sounds like Oops. clean too, like not clean, but like it sounds. Yeah, it sounds warm. Yeah, it sounds very fucking. Also, good. the King's Disease Three, those beats I liked a lot too. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like I hear, I hear a lot of backlash from people on this album, and I'm like, did y'all not listen to the first two? Because mm-hmm. it sounds the same. It's in the same lane. Yeah, somewhat. Because I listened to. Two, but I like this one better. That's, I mean, this, I like two, the second half of two. Yeah. This yeah. I forgot about one. I'm uh, all on three one, right one, now. Yeah, three, I liked. But also the other one's part of that. The, the same producer. Oh, Magic. Magic. I like yeah. that one. That's the one I really like. That one was short. That's yet, what I liked about it. The uh, But this one's short, too. It doesn't seem that long. The second one is long. But the, the, the third one, that one. One song I was like, that's super dope to me is that on fire. I was listening to that song on the way to Sacramento to the video shoot. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, but I had yeah. a question. And then, hold on. And then, and then uh, I realized I missed listening to music in the car. And I was like, every song that came on, I was like, this is dope. And that other song that came on, that was like, I'm on fire. What were you- I'm just this, the sample just coming in. What were you doing before in the car? Well, I didn't. I had been working from home for a whole year, uh, so I have no time to listen to the car. Uh, now I just listen oh, to yeah. on Bart. Being on the car, going to travel somewhere for sure is yeah. if yeah, you into music. Yeah, me too. I'm, so I'm on the road, so I just listen to all yeah. kinds of shit. That's what sometimes I ran out, run out of shit to listen to. I'm like, what can I listen to? And then I'm like stuck. Yeah. Cause I got so many options. Like, okay, what do I want to listen to? What do I want to listen to? And uh, yeah, I feel like you know I need that. I don't know. Maybe roll the. They need to have some type of app or something where you can just roll the dice oh, and it just recommends have, an album. Um, I mean, if you look in the Spotify, they do have playlists that yeah, you know that you could give a world to, and then you can start building. Yeah, that's, that's- what I do. But, that's how I got it to Sean Price. And I was like, what the fuck is this song? Yeah, dude, yeah. That's, that's so crazy. I swore that you were already into Sean Price. No, no. Why when I first heard it, I was like, is this big pun? Mm. Rip yeah. Pun never spit bars like that. I don't know, man. Nah, 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 nah. Not nah. even in the middle of a little nah, Italy. Nah, Come nah. on, man. No, I like, like the voice sounded like him, but like with a lot more breath. <laughs> No, big like, punk. Like, don't get me wrong. Big punk could probably go down as one of the better Latin rappers 
ever. Right? Plus, he had dope feature verses. He didn't have much. He only had like two albums and a half. You know what I'm saying? He had but, one album. The second album was Garbaggio. So let's yeah. not even play with that. No, I'm saying in terms of one like album. four albums. And know? even some of those beats on that first album were kind of. Uh, Why? He like, introduced me to Black Thought. Yeah, because he was a black. Yeah, Black Thought was on on that endangered species. I don't know what the fuck this is. Oh, but anyway. So yeah, new album coming soon. <laughs> Why was what's the other dude never got um from with Sean Price and what's the other cat's name? Help the Scalper, the other dude on the on the rock, team. Rock Rock Raider, Rock Rider. Yeah, rock. he never gets credit, but he had a great voice. No, he he came out with a couple of albums in the over the past three years. Um, he's come up with a bunch of solo albums with a pretty good production. Um, you know, like I don't know. I listened to some of them; they were okay. You mm. know, they just they were only okay. They were great together. Sean Price took a big pause before coming back. Okay. Yeah, I wonder why uh what the happened. One, the other one, who knows, man? Who knows what happens with these dudes? You know, who knows? Like with with the artifacts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it seemed Tame One just dropped off. You know, and then Elder Sensei just took off and everybody said, oh, Elder Sensei is the one, you know, he was the one doing the features, doing the solo shit. I don't know. People have different priorities in life. Who knows what happens in their personal life that makes them step away from the limelight? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Maybe okay, not- that, was, that was my question. If you were a dictator, right, and you were in conflict with another country, but the way of combat was to throw out your throw out some MCs to battle who would you pick <sighs> not necessarily freestyling but just cadences like who has cadences that would like like bars just blah, 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 you know what I mean I would probably do for battle, They're like only oh, this is war. I'm setting out, throwing out some chess pieces to you. Yep. I'd probably sacrifice. Can I do levels though? Can I like my throw my first ones out there? You want to? You want to like? Throw, I will throw Mr. Fab out there first. You okay? So you respect him, his style so that much to gamble. I would. I would. I losing. Would, I would gamble losing Mr. Fab. Yes. No, no, no. I'm talking about your country or something. This is war. Oh, I know he'll be a good first. He'll be a good first hit. Mr. Fab's got styles. Okay, so this is like, okay. Mr. Fab got styles. He freestyled the Warriors to a championship. Yeah, man. And then you go, go what, Locksmith? (laughs) (laughs) I guess so, yeah. I think they battled. I think they battled. I don't know who won. I think it may have been a tie. I think. I think. Uh, I don't think they ever battled. They said that Mr. Fab battled Jin at a at a car show in San Jose. Mm. I heard about that story, and I seen disaster against Locksmith. That was a dope battle. Okay, well, Locksmith listen, for real. Yeah, Locksmith won that. It was dope. Locksmith. I mean, like with with uh, style. 
Like, who would you throw out there with style? Because I mean, the not necessarily you know the the punchlines and all that shit, but just style. Like, it's it's you represent hip hop versus hip hop. Like the the you know the MC that's just like dope. Big, I throw big. He has style. You throw big. Mm. Cannabis. No, <laughs> cannabis don't got style like that. Uh... Yeah. There's not. There's no charisma to that. I throw a ghost face okay, or three, Raekwon. Three. Okay, you're three. Like Quan said. Okay, who would be the first? Juan, you said Mr. Fab would be first for you. I mean, I'm sacrificing him. Yes, I wouldn't. Just wanna. to test the waters. Yeah, just the waters. See what they're gonna bring out. But I mean, if we're talking about for real, for real, for real, um, I wouldn't throw him out. I'm talking strategy. I'm thinking strategy. Yeah, no, I like it. That wasn't my idea, but go ahead. Yeah, I like yeah, it. That's what I was thinking about strategy. Like if I'm chess, throw I dig out it. somebody, I want to throw out Mr. Fab first because he's gonna he's gonna definitely he's gonna test those waters, right? But if you want to then really get into it, it'll probably be uh, Buster Rhymes. Best out. Got six out. Probably. I, I, in, in my mind, I keep thinking KRS. But mm. he doesn't really have much of a style per se. He has a persona. Mm. Okay, yeah. It's a little different. It's a little different. I do want to say most because most has a melodic style, but that might be too. He might sissify and be too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, he might be too pacifist. I, I would have thrown anybody first. I think yeah. it'd be Talib. <laughs> Yeah, let's throw that in before most. I, <laughs> I, I can lose you. That's tough. That's tough. That's yeah. a tough question. That's a tough question, man. Because you have to have somebody with a with style and ferocity. Okay, okay. A ghost I'm combat. I'm thinking combat. Yeah, me too. Ghost, yeah, ghost, ghost. Yeah, ghost could go. Okay, ghost okay, okay. Go. This is how, what I would do. I would throw out first would be old dirty bastard. Oh, oh, that's one too. Yeah, old dirty bastard. That's that's the king. That's the last one. No, no, no. This will be the first. Okay. Second. Okay. Second. AC alone. Okay. The last. But from the first two albums, not after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. AC alone. Pre yeah. pre nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, pre nineteen. Yeah, just you know, you, that'll be my second Pokemon, right? Just bah, right? Yeah. And then I'll finish him off. With Black Thought. Ooh. Oh, we forget about Black Thought, dude. That's an animal, dude. And that yeah, fool got style too. It's like kind of like a a, a a a silent. Like if you wanted like to like um like calm the water or do like a calming before the storm, I would throw Doom. Uh, you know, I would throw. He'd be like the, the the intermediate before someone else. Like, oh, okay, you fall in love with him, you know, and then next mm -hmm. thing you know, here comes somebody else just ready to just rah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I thought it ODB because he comes in there like stomp, you know, like yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still, I'm still happy with my Busta Rhymes. Then I'm still happy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got, they started making some real cool action figures. They got an ODB one. I think I'm gonna get it. Uh, they got a Biggie one coming out. Uh, so yeah, Hugo would probably do Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher. Yeah, I met another Black Hugo today. Like yeah, like there's well I know when I see myself like yeah if we if I ate just a little bit more yeah 
Yeah, they're going to be confusing you and me soon. <laughs> There's a dude in my neighborhood that looks like Pavo. Oh, shit. Filipino? No, I think he's a Latin dude. And every time I see him, uh, uh, you know, I always think it's you. You're like, what's he walking over here for? And then it's it's like, because he's wearing a mechanic outfit. <laughs> and and then he he's wears, you know, he has the glasses and the beanie. And he has a beard too. And he's just a bit taller than you. And I always slow down. I say, wait a minute. And then it's like, oh, no, it's that same dude. <laughs> Take a picture. All right. Let's get into the beat exchange. This is the part of the show where we uh, talk about our sample challenge that we do every single episode. Um, we give each other, you know, samples to, to flip. You use them as much as you want. You know, you got to take it, flip it, only adding drums. Everything, every other element comes from the beat it sample itself. So it's, it's something that we throw out there so you could be quick about it. We don't want you to think about it too much. No other instrumentation. If you want to participate in the beat exchange, uh, just pay attention to when we get done showing you what we got going. So this week we have going, oh, there you go. This week we have uh, two samples. I gave him Roy Ayers. So let's play what he did with Roy Ayers. Uh, Charlie. Play some Roy. Okay. Roy. Which one is it? Uh, it's uh, think about it. All right, Let's see what Charlie did. <laughs>
terms. Nice. Ooh, that was dope. So what would you uh when you bumped that song in its entirety, what were you thinking about it? Uh Ayers, did you feel united with the with the with the message? No, I didn't what I didn't even pay attention to the message. That was just trying to find something to get and it, it was pretty much the same. And then uh no breakdown though that they've used in other hip hop songs in that song. Did they use that one? Uh they don't use that one. Uh they oh, okay, they, they use the other well, they kinda use that part, actually now that I think about it, but um not not in that way. Not the mm. way so so that's always a plus. That's always the plus when you're when you take a, a song that's been sampled by other hip hop heads and you know, the uniqueness that you bring to the table. Yeah, and it was kind of it was kind of hard. I was like, oh man. And then I couldn't get it clean, the, the horns clean enough, so it just sounded distorted, you know? Did you use the you you did you grab it from Spotify, right? No, I grabbed it from there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't even think of that. What an yeah, idiot. Man, what are you doing, dude? Like, no like I don't, oh, man. I stopped using the U. Once we got the Spotify, I stopped. stopped You're using so right. I, fucking idiot. I should have done that. <laughs> yeah, the quality is hella better, man. You're right. Unless it's a, unless it's a, you know, something fuckery. You know what I mean? You know, now right. I, about, I didn't even pick a song just yet. So, <laughs> go ahead, y'all. Y'all, uh, uh, the next one. The next one. Explain that one. That one I just picked out of the blue because yeah, last week. Uh, I thought Hugo was gonna bring it right, and then uh, I was like, "All right, this one looks pretty cool" because like the title was Samurai, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Brazilian song, so yeah, that's it. That's what I gave you. It was called Samurai. Yeah, it's called Samurai. Well, this is what's on been on the page for the, the this long. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's what y'all sent me. No, nah, dude, see. we sent you the link, but we didn't send you that song. Let me see. Anyway, yeah, look, Samurai. Uh, yeah, that's not Samurai. That's lose. Oh. It tells you right there. At Men's Warehouse, this holiday, Let me see. find something special. For dude, I know what the fuck. I just sampled it. I had to listen to it. Like a week. It kind of mm -hmm. sounded like it. 
Yeah. I had the same pitching. Okay. Throw a party. All right. Let me play the uh let me play the thing. <laughs> like, listen. All right. So <laughs> uh, the, the you want me to play samurai? No. Nah, play to see if it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's not okay. Well fucking nah. play your shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, Touch me? No, no, no. Those are the old ones. I gotta take those. Really? Off. First one. Oh, First DJ Vine. Okay. Ooh. Took that me, was tight. Took me the longest to to find a good snare. Mm. Like, go ahead and now you now now look for the original one so we could have because the original one is really fucking tight. Um, I really like the song, and it, there was a couple of things that I noticed about it too. Is like, uh, one I think Stevie Wonder's in it. Hmm. I think he's in it. Um Uh, 
that yeah, that was way different. <laughs> way different. That song that's, is nice. That song is dope. And he looks know, like DJ Quick. He does. Hey, holy shit! It's the same album cover. <laughs> oh shit! Holy you're right. Shit. <laughs> holy damn! That's uh, his dad. Dude, look up, look up uh, DJ Quick's album cover real quick. His very first one. That's hilarious. Dude, that what a fuck tonight. <laughs> it's right there. Look at the tonight album cover. <laughs> oh shit. Oh wow, Holy. the same fucking yellow and everything. Holy moly. Wow. Wow. Um no, what I was gonna point out <laughs> the, the 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 song uh it's not as daddy. Not as daddy. <laughs> But it's pretty similar. Um, but what's funny, though, is that I'm listening to this song. And the, the the biggest thing that I got from it is that this guy's vocals were so raw. You know what I mean? Like, they were, mm. like I was listening to it in the headphones, and I'm like, dude, this is like, they didn't touch his vocals. Like, they didn't put no reverb. I mean, it's not so full, though. Yeah, it, they, if they did, it was so, it, it was very minuscule. Um and motherfuckers try to copy what he like the what he was doing when he hits that high area. Mm -hmm. That's what people like use auto tune to do now. Yeah, like that cat. Guy, it, it was it was like it, listen to that shit in the headphones, and you, you like the guy is tight. I had bought a CD of his years ago, used oh, back in Amoebas. Oh, I was about to say at that sound of music over there across from um No, no, no. It was in Amoebas. Yeah, but this is the time when we were like heavy into Bossa Nova. No, but I'm saying the the place yeah. across from the hometown or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I figured that's exactly where that C D would be. It would be there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I saw that one there. I remember getting it at Amoebas used and then putting it on. I was like, this is horrible. Cause I'm thinking looking for some it is Bossa Nova stuff, but no, I, that I, I was like, and then the more you listen to it, yeah, because it's like maybe eighties, uh huh, very eighties, and and it got very like modern, and then you know I started liking his stuff. That's where I found that song. Yeah, no, that's right? tight. And I and you know because I was listening to his other album, but I didn't hear that song. No, he's very new age. You know, yeah, that, that's what you would say. He's very new age. Um, I like his. Yeah. Vocal. I like his vocals a lot. I, I think that's the one thing I was like, oh shit, okay. This is, it sounds old school, but it sounds, it has modern. I like the way, you know, that he gets up there and that thing and it, and the way they just let it, let his voice take over. Mm -hmm. I liked about it a lot. It was, it was a dope song. It was one of the better samples I've been able to fuck with this year. This time though, I was thinking Christmas, but. Okay. Kind of corn dog. I didn't do that. So. Oh, okay. I was like, uh oh. No, I didn't. I, I couldn't think of anything. And most Christmas songs, let's be real. Most Christmas songs are only like two minutes and thirty seconds, and they're filled with. There's no music in it. Yeah, unless you do Sinatra. Yeah, there might you might have some violins somewhere in there, but I sent you uh, sent it on the the. the you got thing. it, Hugo. Uh, resend me yours because yours didn't populate. Who, me? Yes, Carlos. Carlos. Yes, 
Sometimes you just gotta tap it to reload the message, Hugo. Yeah. Yes, my IT guy. <laughs> no, because I ran into that issue earlier. Single version, Harlem Nocturne. It's a familiar song. You'll know it once you hear it. <sighs> yeah, but we're good. What you good? The other day, I I just started laughing because my 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 dad when my dad came to the house and he was uh <laughs> he tried to get in he tried to get our attention by ringing the doorbell but it didn't work and then when I went to go outside he was pulling out I was gonna just find a new space and then and then I called him I was like where you at and he's like no ya me fui no abriste la puerta I thought about this one. This one time when we were younger, uh, he had like someone had slashed his tires, and then he had taken a picture, and then he and then he was just mad that me and my mom weren't really <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> but I just started laughing hell out loud, and I was like, my wife's like, "Why are you laughing at?" I was just laughing, but it just fucking made me tear up. Anyway, um, by the way, sorry about that. Uh, uh, I slashed your dad's tires. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's not it. Oh, that's oh. the whole album. Okay, the, oh. the you go. You're the worst. Well, I get I, I get it on my phone, then I gotta search it on here. Okay, you know, so it's called Planet Caravan. Yes, I found it. There we go. Right there, you go. This is Black Sabbath. You know what? Thank you. I've needed to listen to this album right here. I'm gonna go down to Alice in Chains. Photography too. Alice in Chains. Michael Prodigy. I don't know. Ooh. Smack my bitch up. This day and age, <laughs> problematic. Right. All right, that's good. All right, and then I have this one. I think this is Black Sabbath, Black Caravan. Oh shit. It's almost the same as the other one. Oh, <laughs> 
You know what that song song? You know what that sounds sounds like? Um, bang bang, he shot me down. Oh, bang Nancy, bang, Nancy, uh, Nancy Sinatra, I guess. Nancy oh, from that around that era, though, you know. The that sound. Yeah. See, I'm like, what? See, this is what I could be for you guys. I could be the pub daddy and let you know what sounds to pick. Be out to produce. Yeah, remember when you did that? You made the sample. Uh, Buffy, <laughs> Buffy. Hey, we made a hit out of it, man. Hey, the the Transformers was the the highest played uh, was, episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> and the Darkwing Duck and uh, Chips and Dale. That was a good one too. Did we do Darkwing Duck? I don't know. Maybe that's so. someone else wants to give you guys. Yeah, we did, um... Bang bang! The fucking Rescue Rangers. Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of why we got out, got away from that because that shit was driving me fucking nuts. Volume five is almost out too. Oh. Volume five. I'm trying to do like thirty, thirty. You know what I mean? That sounds fair. Thirty even. And we haven't even been getting too many submissions anymore, huh? No. Uh, I was waiting for. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh oh. We have a late one. No, uh, I remember Sliceberg. Oh, that's right. Sliceberg did hit up, huh? Yeah, so did he send me? Nope. Sliceberg. He didn't send me one. I was like, oh, hell yeah. He goes, can I jump on a new one? I was like, and he was part of maybe, what, volume two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Sliceberg's got skills. And he, I think he released uh, a, a beat tape recently as well or he's uploaded his old discography i don't remember which one it was yeah i, I was getting some notifications on Bandcamp from him um but it was coming at a time where Bandcamp fridays are becoming one of the most annoying days ever what is that by the way um during covid Bandcamp was took a day out of the month and every sale that was made that day the people would get the full amount, not taking portions of it like Bandcamp usually does, um, which seems to be getting larger, by the way. I don't know if anybody mm. knows that. Um, I'm kind of like a little on the fence with Bandcamp now. Like, I don't know. Um, to me, the bank camp formula seems to be a little bit dying down for me. Like the, 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 the fact that they haven't been able to make an app to directly download the music yet. Yeah, it, it does. And it doesn't like, I have to, I can't even, I have to use two apps. I still have to use the website, then use the app. Right, right, right. Just make everything available on the app. 
Really? Yeah, just hit buy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like I have to go to the website, they the buy the app, and I, you know, I have to get the email and go over there. Like, it's 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 a little convoluted. Like, I don't need to be doing that many steps. Um. So maybe they might figure that out. I don't know. I don't know. And the fact that their percentages are just getting high. So, anyways, so that on this day. On Bandcamp Fridays is when they waive all those fees. So that's why you see everybody wait until that day to release their projects. Oh, I got you. And it becomes a big clusterfuck to your emails because everybody drops something. Mm. You have to squirm around and remember. In reality, it's almost to the point where some albums are being overran by other albums. You know, even your own homies might come and drop the same day as you. And then you don't even know. You don't even know, man. Like you're like, Oh shit, man. So much music. And you could only spend so much money. I allocate, you know, every paycheck I allocate, maybe 20, 25 bucks to buy somebody's album. Mm, that's nice. That's that's all I. I mean, that's all I'm gonna. I mean, ain't nobody. I tell you this, ain't nobody doing that for us. No, man, tell so, them, <laughs> tell them once again for the people yeah, in the back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm. Tell them. I'm not saying that I'm doing it to get any any back. I'm not doing it for that. But what you're I'm, a supporter. I support people's shits. So I try to at least when I can. Like there's some you know there's some folks out there that drop something every two minutes and I. I can't. I'm spending fifteen bucks every drop of a hat. It's just not gonna happen. How do you feel about? We should drop it like, in January. Let's I remember uh, Most Dev saying something that he was just gonna drop a song. Back a, wh- a while ago, he was like, uh, "Not even do albums, just drop a song." I mean, people have been doing that formula for a minute now. Since 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 he. How about he just drop something at all? You know what I'm saying. Well, that Black Store album needs to come mm-hmm. out. Like, give me a chance to buy that shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to buy it. I don't want to get a subscription. I like, want to buy it's, it. It's it's a fucking media trick. What are the fuck they're doing, man? It's like, ugh. Like, I want to buy that vinyl. Like, can I buy mm-hmm. that vinyl? Yeah. But whatever, dude. I, it's a great fucking album, too. I haven't even heard it yet. Dude, and it's going to go unheard. I know. It, it dropped this year. It's a dope-ass album. It could be considered as a top contention for the year. Not that it matters, but it can be. And it's. No yeah, way. I don't know why they don't just offer it as you could buy it. Like kind of like how Louis C.K. does it. Yeah. Exactly. Just specials. Yeah, just direct per. Rock yeah. does it. Yeah. Ah, Brown, uh, Brownsville Cod does direct purchase. It's expensive, but it's a direct purchase situation and when right. I, I i supported his last project i didn't support this one because it was two albums for 20 bucks and i can't do that like 20 bucks each you yeah, tripping man mm, and i gotta once again, i gotta and once again i gotta go through a whole hoopla i gotta download the fucking wave file i gotta upload it to this and that and if it's if it's too difficult i'm <sighs> why not on Bandcamp? Why not drop it on Bandcamp? Yeah. It takes too much percentage now. I know, but they have, oh yeah, well, maybe that, but they have, it's a better deal than Spotify. It is a better and, deal than Spotify. You know what I mean? And uh, and they have the name that you can, they could put like 
like what fucking Radiohead did, you know, like whatever you want, <laughs> you know, and make a lot of money because they have the name Black Star. Yeah, but nobody's doing that no more. Everybody's only going to give a dollar for that shit now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they did with Radiohead and they made fucking millions. Yeah, but that's before fucking Bandcamp was taking percentages like that. Now Bandcamp's taking damn near three, four percent off of charge, every charge now. So yeah, yeah those 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 and, 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 like those days of Bandcamp are uh, absolutely over. Yeah, the They're, the la the only time I heard it was when they did it on SNL. That song on there, and it, and it sounded great. Oh, dude, the fucking album is dope. Like I yeah. signed up for that stupid app. Just boycotting. I kind of did for a minute there, but then I was like, I got to listen to it. I know. I want to. I, I want to. I signed, up, I signed up, but that app sucks. Yeah. The Luminaries app. Like that shit yeah. sucks. I don't even like the name. Luminaries. Yeah. The Luminary. Anyways, man, this is the Beat Exchange Podcast. I want to say thank you very much for everybody for tuning in. You want to catch our music? You want to go ahead and listen to these compilations we were just speaking about? Head over to Bandcamp. Uh, check out the Beat Exchange podcast on there, and then you'll see volumes one, two, three, and four available right there for you to purchase and contribute to the podcast so we can keep this thing going. Also, while you're there, you're going to go ahead and peep out Hugo Monster's albums from the past. Um, HugoMonster.com is where you could go to also check out his action figures for also, the holiday season. How are you handling expedited shipping, sir? I direct to custom. What is that you just said? Direct to uh, people. Uh huh. So right now it's, it's a slow on toy sales for me at the moment. But what I have been doing, if you're interested, is doing toy reviews. I just dropped one on the Marvel Apocalypse, which is pretty fun. Uh, my, my plan is to do one in a month. Next one on the list is to do the Super Seven Undercover Raphael. So, Ooh. yeah. Cool. And then you could also check out Charlie Chingus. He has music and beat tapes out there on Bandcamp. Charlie Chingus, you can find Ghost Tones, Lord Quantum, Commence. You can get all those. And then you could also listen to all the beats that he produced for the both of us on the Check One album. Check Head one. over to Charlie Chingus at Bandcamp.com. You could also visit and see us all on the social medias of course so y'all know how to do that if you're listening to podcasts you know how to work a social media right right mm -hmm. right that's what i'm figuring right everybody's here bright so i want to thank you very much for tuning in and remember delete your browser history <laughs>